get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Bloom Party, 101 ESPN. Stripped by Mungan S, St. Louis Acura, Mungan S, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, Blues, and Leafs taking place right here on 101 ESPN coming up at noon. And the pregame show is going to get underway in 14 minutes as the Blues try to get back on track after a disappointing performance and result on Saturday against the Predators. Here to talk it over with us is the great Jeremy Rutherford. Morning, Jr. Yeah, Mr. Tim, we'll call this the pre-pregame. How about that? Oh, I like that. And having Jackson Burkett on the pre-pregame for the Blues <laughs> is more or less an audition from my standpoint. I'm locked <laughs> for in. Sure, for sure. Are you really? Well, I'm here. Would you rather watch a replay of the NBA All-Star game from last night, which featured sick defense, or today's Blues-Leafs game live? Uh, can I, like, phone a friend? Wow. JR, how about that? I think Jeremy, Jamie Rivers is going to, like, come in and have you up against the wall. Oh, unlikely. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen. Hey, uh, I appreciate uh, you joining us today with the Blues playing yeah. at noon. This is uh, certainly timely, but I want to go back to Saturday afternoon. I know it's a game and it's the middle of February, but still, considering the playoff race, considering who they were playing, considering the Blues were coming off a great win that featured one of their most complete periods of the season against the Whalers on Thursday, and considering the Predators were coming off a 9-2 loss, ah, I really, it's kind of the same way. I was irritated by the loss to the Blue Jackets before the uh, All-Star break. I'm still carrying a little bitterness over the way things went down on Saturday. Um, What stood out to you uh, about Saturday's festivities against Nashville? Yeah, I agree, Tim. And, you know, you don't want to go back too far in time. Like, let's forget, you know, in terms of what I'm about to say, I, I realize you got to forget about the Columbus loss at some point. But when you look at the big picture here, you're talking about a team that knows its situation, knows that it's in a fight for a playoff spot, and you have a game like you did in Columbus, against Columbus. Then you have a game like Toronto, and I realize the energy was low that game for whatever reason. It was across the team, across the board, you know, did not play well. But then to have another one of those types of games where after the game you have a Tory Krug saying we just weren't connected and, and, you know, forwards weren't getting back and we weren't playing together. You know, you can have those types of games throughout the season, maybe early in the season. But I, I don't think you can keep having them once every four or five games this late in the year with what's on, on the line. And that's what it keeps coming down to. You know, every time you see a situation where the Blues like, okay, they're a wild card team. They're going to – they can make the playoffs – they're doing the things that they need to do. The power play is getting better. And and then you have a clunker like you did the other day. It just seems a little odd to be still talking about that stuff this late in the year. A variety of, of topics from Saturday's game. And the one to me that is is the most obvious is is Jordan Cairo. And uh, he went from the top line to the second line to the third line. And then the extra attacker was Kevin Hayes. And uh, Blake Bannister, uh, Drew Bannister, say, saying so much about what his mindset is with Cairo by not saying anything at all. It's the ice time. 
time. And that is, uh, that is, that, that was damning. And it's just, I, I feel like every one, one every five games, uh, he's going to have a ridiculous game today. He might go out and have a hat trick in response, but with regards to Saturday and a game they need, you know, you, you want to be talking about what you're getting from Jordan Cairo in a game like that, a game that clearly was going to play heavy early on. And instead you get him going away and it, and it just, it, I can't get away from the topic. And I guess maybe it's because the contract that's associated with it, but also when you see raw talent and then you have a critical game and you get that kind of performance, I don't know. I think that's probably why I'm still a little tilted, even though it's been 48 hours. Yeah, 100 percent. And I agree. And, you know, kudos to Drew Bannister for holding him accountable when Jordan Cairo is playing like that. And, you know, I think he's, he's still a younger guy. You know, I know he's not young, young Jordan Cairo, but he should he should know better uh, than to disappear the way he does at some times. And, you know, Tim. You know, you get to a point with Jordan Cairo where you say just what you said. Maybe he's going to go off today. Maybe he's going to have a hat trick. But, you know, is the role, is the contract, is the reputation that he should have, is, is all that worth it, you know, when he's doing it once every six games? Right. If the other five games you're going to have a situation where you've got to consider dropping him down the lineup. Right. And I think that's where he's at with Jordan Kyra. I really do. That, that's where he's at. And, you know, it's a shame, too, because I went in the locker room, it was a couple months ago, and Jake Neighbors had a great game. And we're interviewing Jordan Cairo, and Jordan Cairo was asked about Jake Neighbors, and he said he just works his butt off. He just every shift you see him, you know, working his tail off. And I couldn't help but sit there and watch Jordan Cairo utter those words and think to myself, you know, that's what people are looking for from you. Like, can't you see what Jake Neighbors is producing and getting the results because he is working like that? and have some of that rub off on yourself. That's what's going through my mind as I'm listening to Jordan Cairo. So the talent there, he scored the hat trick today, he beats the Leafs, everybody's in love with him, but the other games that he's missing, they can't have that. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that I just keep going back to on this, and I don't know... I don't know what the solution is for the Blues. I don't know why it goes on the way that it goes on, but man, in a game like that, you know, to not have the kind of performance from one of your top guys to the point that he's just has to disappear at the end of the game. And Drew Bannister says, no, thank you. We're going to go with Kevin Hayes. It just speaks volumes. And it's, you know, it's concerning, certainly in the short term. um, But big picture is really more where I'm coming from on it. And I just go, I think this is one that at some point, it's just not going to have a happy ending. And I can't help shake that i'm not saying like there's going to be some big move here in the next couple weeks before the deadline i'm not saying that i'm just i just don't feel like that this is a a marriage that's going to last and when you have these kinds of things happen like saturday it's it's it says quite a bit it's way more concerning big picture because you know we're in the here and now and they're in a retool and and yes you need them to to be a leader like robert thomas has like yes robert thomas has had a absolute terrific season and if jordan cairo is you know 10 more goals and, and we're not questioning the effort, the consistency on a weekly basis. Those are two really good building blocks as we knew they would be for a few years, but you know, it's just not there with Cairo, but not only do you get into Tim, you know, in the future, if he doesn't turn into that player that you can count on a regular basis, you know, now you're talking 8 million against the cap. That's the you issue. Know, it, right. it, it limits what you can do otherwise in terms of bringing guys in. And also you're not going to take a guy permanently an $8 million guy and put him on the third line. He's got to be in the top six. He's got to be producing. And if he's not, it's going to be hard to move him to. So it's a huge predicament, big picture. Yes, that is. That's that's why I, I 
take a little bit more away from Saturday than than just a bad performance from the team again in a game that they really could have used. So with that all established, Jr. They get a chance uh, to quickly turn it around and taking on another team that would be in the playoffs if the Stanley Cup playoffs got underway today. They just saw them last week. You made reference early in our conversation to what was a disappointing performance in Toronto. Uh, what are you anticipating as far as trying to alter that performance today, whether it be from Bannister's lineup moves or uh, from the Blues trying to counter what the Leafs were successful with against them last week? Yeah, it looks like it'll be Joel Hofer in net for this uh, noon puck drop. And, uh, you know, they got the lineup out. You know, I think this is a team, it feels like it's a situation, Tim, where it's, you know, it's game by game. Okay, did they play poorly last time? Are they trying to bounce back? Or, are you know, is this an Edmonton win over Edmonton where you're feeling good about your game? Well, this is a situation you're coming off a loss to Nashville, a bad loss. That Nashville team, Tim, you know, six straight games, they allowed four more goals. Yeah. And so that's, that's why I think it's uh, concerning. And, and the Blues, even though 37 shots on net, you know, they, they need to shoot the puck. And, and why is a team in this situation being asked to, to shoot the puck in, in the situations where they could produce against a team that had given up a lot of goals? So, you know, now they're in a situation where you're looking for that bounce back effort. And then the sub headline is, oh, by the way, you just lost this a week ago and, you know, didn't have your legs. And after the game, your captain was talking about maybe we took them a little lightly without Mitch Marner, without John Tavares and without Riley. And and so you come out and, you know, reestablish yourself, I suppose, is, is what they're talking about in the locker room before the game, just to go and get, and get their game back. You know, it, it just can't be a situation where they're continuing to talk like they were after the Nashville game about uh, not being connected. I mean, it, 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 it's laying right in front of them. There's single-digit games left before the trade deadline. And then also uh, after this one, they're going to play eight of their next nine on the road, and that takes them to the trade deadline. So, you know, it's a pretty good challenge here coming up. And, you know, I hate to keep talking about shaking off these losses because there's been a few of them here lately, but they're going to stay in this wild card race. That's what they have to do. Jeremy Rutherford, he's with us throughout the week here on 101 ESPN on Wednesdays on TMA Blues. Leaves noon right here on 101 ESPN. Thank you, JR. Thanks, Tim. All right, man, there it is. And we got to go because the Blues and Leafs pregame show is coming your way here in a matter of moments right on 101 ESPN. For Jackson Burkett, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis, Acura, Mungan S. Burkhardt, Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN.